welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Jim Thompson, and I'm joined as always by Mr. MC. That would be me. And a very, very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, it's Joss Whedon! <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Joss. Um, we have a, we do have a guest, though. It's Mr. Dominic Pillai. Hello. Hello. You're on the podcast. I know. Tell us about yourself. Um, Excellent. Well, uh, Dom, you have known us for many, many years, haven't mm, you? Yes. And weirdly, you've been kind of uh, entwined into Tomorrowgate and lore in some ways. Yes. Um, so when I first wrote this as a teenager, a Buffy-obsessed teenager... Were you? Uh, oh, yeah, really? a little wow, bit, a little okay. bit, yeah. Um, I would uh, write the episodes out and I would print them off and hand them out like a zine or something like that, and or comic book. And Dom, I remember distinctively handing you episodes of Tomorrowgate uh-huh. Don went, oh yeah, that's great, Chip. Thanks, I'd definitely <laughs> read it. <laughs> but you did read it, didn't you? I did. Yeah, and why? Because I'm a very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> and is it because you, oh, people might have connected this, but you are actually the antiques dealer within the show as well? Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, how do you feel about how do you feel about being in the show and also being the antiques dealer and the voice that we chose for you? Uh, wow, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> um, well, obviously it's a great honour to be part of this legacy. <laughs> uh, and I'm basically Giles, aren't I? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's what. Yeah, you're Giles. Yeah, Which is, Giles is good. It's good to be Giles. I, I, it's good. I like books, and he has a lot of books. And there's something really sexy about Giles. Oh yeah. And there's something really sexy about me. True. Why do you think we invited you on? Hey. <laughs> but um, yeah, you also you've been a fan of the podcast since the start. You've been very kind with your words that you have said about the podcast. Um, so we thought while you were here in the studio, we'd invite you along to come and guest star on an episode. Which I feel greatly honoured to be the first <laughs> and maybe last guest. I mean, there's been Definitely. so much demand, you know. <laughs> all those A-listers just begging to get on. Sarah Michelle Gellar herself has said, please stop calling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is Phobic Part 2. Mm. What happened last week, Dom? <gasps> I don't, I don't, I don't have to recap. Uh, I guess <laughs> I think maybe might. I do have to yeah. recap Come on, FC, do your weekly recap. Okay, so, well, all the important characters, by which I mean MC and some other people. All the characters who haven't heroically sacrificed themselves. All the people who haven't backstabbed their friends <laughs> uh, and tried to end the universe, uh, have been uh, kidnapped via evil magic portals mm. uh, to nightmare hell dimension things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, last week, uh, they were getting a bit better acquainted with these um, horrific places. So, Jay... Uh, is getting in deep with some pirates. Yeah, he's been there for a while, hasn't he? He has, he yeah. has. He's been there the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's about to be eaten alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is, indeed. Uh, Louise is in a... <laughs> a, room. a nunnery? A, a three-sided circle, circle room. room in a nunnery, yep. yeah. Because women love sex. That I think that's where it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And low-fat uh, butter. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Uh, and MC has been bitten almost in half by a shark. Yeah, he actually got attacked by the shark, didn't mm. he? But he also has a hand for he, some reason. Yes, he's, in his nightmare world, he is like, "Oh my god, two hands! What am I ever gonna do?" Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get back into it then. This is phobic with MC and Dom, part two. Previously on Tomorrowgation, Louise searched the drawer in the cabinet and found a rusty spoon. She could just about make her reflection out. The nun's uniform covered her entire body (laughs) from head to toe. 
MC crawled back into the boat, leaving behind a trail of blood. He knew the shark would be back. It had the taste of him now and would want more. He also knew that it wouldn't be long before he bled to death. He shivered with pain. Captain Wakefield brought him crashing back down to the deck with a vicious clothesline, snapping Jay's head back as he hit the wood. Wakefield pushed his face close to Jay's and said, I feel sorry for you now, me lad. You could have been one of us. Now, alas, it seems you'll be in us. Smeekly, prepare this thing for the morning. We shall eat him alive. As the pirate Smeekly dragged Jay away, he whispered in his ear. He means that literally. The church seemed friendly enough. Louise had never been religious, but being on holy ground never bothered her. She saw two other nuns sitting in the front row, praying. What, is she at like a gig or something? Like, is it, <laughs> she's seeing like busted live and she's, and there's just some nuns in the front row praying for the souls of all the teenage girls. I was thoroughly confused until I realised you were referring to the front row bit. I mean, you know, I feel, have you ever been in a church? They have rows of seating. It's not. Yeah, but. Or did you go to a church and like busted were playing? What's a church? <laughs> I just wasn't sure what kind of gigs you've been going yeah. to. Busted gigs. <laughs> Filled with nuns. <laughs> she saw two other nuns sitting in the front row praying. She went to join them and cautiously questioned them when someone intercepted her. The person took Louise by the arm from behind and swung her around. Good morning, my child, the priest said pleasantly. Was that as pleasantly as you could do that voice, Don? Okay. That was, that was great. Okay, sorry, carry on. What about, good morning, my child? That's creepier, but okay. yeah, go with that. I'm just going to put us out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yes. Good morning, uh, sir, Louise replied. You are new here. It wasn't a question. Yes, father. Louise suddenly remembered what you were supposed to call a priest. I haven't been here long. Is it what you expected? Not really. The priest looked at her quizzically. But I'm looking forward to working here. Yes, about that. There are a couple of formalities we need to address before you can begin your mission here. I'm still really confused about Louise's nightmare world. Because Mm -hmm. she's just... She's the one that knows... Well, in a way, I guess she's the one that knows how to escape the nightmare world, isn't she? So whatever she's doing is a plan to kind of get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I mean, obviously the the scary thing hasn't revealed itself yet. So I think she's still sort of gathering intel and figuring out what's going on. I mean, is it not the busted concert? Is that not the nightmare thing? (laughs) The two nuns who were praying suddenly stopped and left the church area quickly. Would you join me in the vestry? The priest asked behind a smile. Okay, I'm worried. Mm -hmm. I'm really worried where this is going. Mm -hmm. I don't think I had the vernacular Mm. to deal with the Catholic uh, (laughs) abuse uh, problems in the world at 15. Yeah, maybe not. Well, I mean, there's no mention of choir boys so far, so, so far so good. I think I've come here on a cracking episode. I love it when it gets really unpleasant. I'm glad someone does. Yeah. It's my favourite bits. He was an oldish man, probably in his 60s, with a receding hairline of grey. A reciting <laughs> hairline Recited. of grey. Oh, the hairline speaks. <laughs> it it, it recites poetry. Yeah. <laughs> his white dog collar was the only thing that stood out from his all-black outfit. It seemed to be a colour code in this place. What? 
Are there like different ranks of priest according to like if you, or is it like um, belts in martial arts? You know, like he's only a white belt, so he's new. But if the the priest with a black belt could kick the fucking shit out of you. Oh, priest with a black belt would be an awesome name for a comic book. It would have been. Okay, I'm gonna go write that. I'll be right back. Okay. Of course, Father, lead the way. The priest nodded and walked up the aisle, bowing and making a cross sign over his body as they passed a huge monumental statue of Jesus Christ being crucified. See, I'd been to a church, I knew what they were about. Louise did the same, just in case anyone was looking. She felt a little guilty posing as a nun whilst holding a sharp object, ready to kill anything that seemed remotely dangerous. No, that seems to fit in with the Catholic Church, I think that's okay. (laughs) Louise reminded herself how much she liked the film Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> she just, to get out, you have to kill Whoopi Go- Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> She's the lesser known at- uh, sister of Whoopi Goldberg, who uh, starred in all the sequels. Is that like a Mario Sister Act crossover? Whoopi Goomba? <laughs> <laughs> the vestry was a little bigger than her room, but with more colour. A royal red carpet accompanied by a large purple recliner, the kind a shrink might have. (laughs) You're demonstrating your amazing knowledge of uh, psychiatry in this again. Yeah, 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 yeah. as always. There was also a brown desk. A brown desk? I like how you... (laughs) How do you do descriptions? Colour. Colour is wood. (laughs) There was also a brown desk with some papers and a telephone on it. So, what is it I need to do, Father, to be all signed and sealed? Without warning, the priest started to remove his clothes. (laughs) Dom, if you want to leave, I'll totally understand. No, I'm loving it. (laughs) Dom is actually taking his clothes off. He said, keep saying he's a method actor. Without warning, the priest started to remove his clothes. Louise turned away. I can see this is a bad time. I'll come back later. That's how I feel right now. (laughs) Not later, my child. Now. (laughs) The priest was now stripped to the waist. What exactly is this formality? Louise, now a little more suspicious, asked. (laughs) I don't know about you, but if ever I go to church and the the priest starts stripping off, I get like, "Mm, something's going on. Something's wrong here. What's happening? It's got a bit of a Harvey Weinstein vibe going on. <laughs> oh, I called the Me Too movement before. I just was apparently on the wrong side of it. <laughs> wow. That's not what I meant. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Thing is, I edit this, I'll just take that out. The same that every nun must follow suit when she joins my clergy. In the eyes of God, a holy man should not know the touch of a woman. They're deemed dirty, and a man such as myself must dedicate his life to God's work. I have done this, but I am also a man. (laughs) Why did we do this podcast? (laughs) It was all your idea. I feel that you're touching on some really important, relevant subject matter, and in a really sensitive way. (laughs) A small one, at that, Louise said sarcastically as the priest removed his bottoms. She stood now, ready for action. He removed his bottoms? (laughs) Yeah, he had bottoms on and he removed them. (laughs) Like pulled his cheeks apart. (laughs) What, and removed them? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> like the sort of stag do ones that are like they have straps stag on. Stag do's have you been on? <laughs> well, with priests, yeah. you have several bottoms. She stood now, ready for action. The cold handle of the letter opener made her feel safer. I only allow myself to be touched by women of the Lord, and every female here knows the rules. I have needs, and they need to be fulfilled. (sighs) They understand it, as you will come to. If you do not comply, I shall be forced to use any means necessary to make you understand the way of things round here. (laughs) 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 Oh, this is the best episode so far. I hate my life right now. This is... Hey, it's great that we've got one female character and this is what she has to deal with, isn't it, boys? Hey, there's Tifa as well. Yeah, but no one gives a shit about her. She's dumb as shit. (laughs) I actually feel kind of sorry for you. (laughs) (laughs) No one else does right now, so thanks. The priest was now down to his underwear. He approached Louise and said... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Chip can't even look at the screen right now. He's covering his eyes with his hands. Now, you little bitch, take off your pants. Daddy wants to play. Fucking hell, dude. Oh, I can see you went to Sunday school. What is wrong with you? Do you ever wish your mum had an abortion? (laughs) Uh, Well... This is the most... This is... This is really... Bad. I'm sorry. No, I'm aware. I'm I'm aware, Dom. I'm aware. I mean, we've said it when it's come to sort of issues like this before, around Louise. Funny enough, um, when you know teenage me tries to deal with real life issues, mm. it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can I can kind of see what I was trying to do back then, but it's really horrible and wrong. Mm. And I did not have the brain capacity or the emotional capacity to deal with such things. And that's why you decided to do a podcast all about it. Yep. I think you should uh, write a written statement of apology to Louise. (laughs) I did that quite a lot, I think, at the start of the podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. (laughs) Louise allowed the letter opener to slide into her hand. She gripped it tightly and lunged by, by the priest's throat. She gripped it tightly and lunged by the priest's throat, Mm -hmm. knowing he would bleed to death within the matter of minutes and she would be home. That's a sentence. That was a sentence. We still haven't established if Louise has got her ninja skills in this nightmare world. Mm, I guess we're going to find out because she's trying to stab a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The priest easily caught her attempt. She thought he must have been some kind of strong demon to block her ninja speed. Ah, there we go. There we go. Mm. And ninja speed as well. But as she struggled to get free, she could feel there was no power in this man, nor was there in her. She wasn't a ninja in this world. That literally Uh, answered our question. We just had to read that last paragraph. Thank you, past Chip. (laughs) No, don't thank him. You're so talented. (laughs) Keep writing. The priest used his free hand to slap Louise. She fell to the ground. Now he had the letter opener. Before he could do any damage, another nun walked through the door. I'm sorry, Father. She said in a thick Irish accent. Clearly. (laughs) That's okay, Sister Andrews. This one was just leaving. Seems she doesn't know the way of things around here just yet. But you do. The priest smiled at Sister Andrews. She took her eyes away from his gaze. 
take her back to her quarters and explain to her the way of the Lord. Sister Andrews helped Louise up and took her out of the vestry. The side of Louise's face had already started to swell and she missed her ninja healing ability. What are you doing disobeying the father like that? The sister asked. He's a pervert. He is a good man. He has helped a lot of people. Well, tonight it ends. I'm going to kill him. Definitely (laughs) tell that. (laughs) Say that out loud to the people who have been part of his weird cult. (laughs) Isn't it interesting that Louise's nightmare world is also mine? (laughs) What, reading this? (laughs) Yeah, this is my nightmare world. I feel like I've been portaled into this podcast. Um, yeah, it is weird that Louise is just like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. I'm, I'm going to kill him, everyone. Everyone, I'm going to kill him. I guess it's because that you wanted to put in some sort of dramatic what's name, but didn't have the <laughs> ability to do it in a way that wasn't just her literally saying, tonight, tonight, I'm going to kill him, tonight. This is like what the ad break would be if it was yeah. a TV show. Yeah. Have you found anything? Shinokan asked. Chip sat at the harsh light of the computer screen, shook his head. Nothing... I don't know how many sites Louise visited, but she was thorough. All five that were on the internet at that time. <laughs> she went to Ask G, she went to MSN. <laughs> Tifa was in the lobby, searching through some of the books the gang had about portals and other dimensions. I have an idea. Shinno Khan said to Chip. Being the entity I am. I, sounds very, very egotistical, doesn't yeah, it? Does. Oh, I'm super awesome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at beer pong. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> I have an idea. Shinokan said to Chip. Being the entity I am, I can travel freely into other worlds. I may be able to contact MCJ or Louise through these worlds. I can also ask important figures what they know of what has happened. I shall return soon. And here's the convenient things Shinokan can do. He can just head off to other worlds, ask important figures who were they. He's just going to the pub. He'll come back and... <laughs> He'll come back and be like, oh, yeah, sorry, guys, and didn't find anything. <laughs> you drunk, Shinokan? No, no, it's a... You're drunk. <laughs> I always really love how selectively useful Shinokan is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm here to explain a plot hole, guys, and then sometimes just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's when those important figures come through with some vital bit of information. Yeah. Wait! Chip called out to his master. Do you think it's such a good idea leaving us two alone? He said, meaning Tifa. Well, it is true that you did throw the young woman to the ground. I have no reason to believe you would harm her. Except for all the times late before when he tried to kill her. And... Yeah, he threw her to the ground in the last episode. Yeah. Hey, it was International Women's Day a couple of days ago. <laughs> this is the perfect episode for that. <laughs> I wouldn't. Not again. It's just hard, I guess. What, not throwing women over is hard? <laughs> there they are, standing up, not being on the ground. You know what? you got a couple arms right there. Sometimes it's really hard to defend Chip. <laughs> but he heroically sacrificed himself. How could he possibly say that? Atonement always is. The trust will come in time. I'm glad you're here. Chip said. Shinri Khan nodded his head and disappeared. I just think it's hilarious that the second after Chip says, I'm glad you're here, <laughs> Shinokan just disappears. Well, we've established his, like, care of his ninjas is really poor, which In is Christ, why yeah. like, 75% of them went evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chip sighed. 
even if winning the trust of his former friends was almost impossible, he didn't want to see them die. <laughs> what a hero. <laughs> what an amazing person. Hey, I don't want to see you die. He decided to take a step into the atonement Shin Khan had spoken about. He left the computer and joined Tifa in the lobby. I'm sorry, he said. <laughs> Not sure that was your intended delivery back in the day, but... Tifa lifted her head out of the book she was reading. That's not how you read, Tifa. <laughs> She's trying to headbutt the words into her brain. Ow. Ow. She's probably got it turned around the wrong way as well. <laughs> Pardon? I said I'm sorry for pushing you down earlier. That's okay. Just be sure to put more effort into the apology for when you tried to end the world. She went back to the book. There's some stuff in here. But I'm not quite sure where to start. Proceeded <laughs> to start by, le- by learning to read. A, B. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. There's too much credit for Tifa. A, A, B, B, Also, I like the sass in, like, put more effort into the apology for when he tried to end the world. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone's been kind of a bit sassy to Chip mm. since he got back. Mm. Um, but Tifa has been the one that's been most accepting, I think we said last time. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's kind of changed. I mean, Chip it... did throw her to the ground. Yeah. I mean, And say, I... like, I could kill you if I wanted to. But I didn't, so it must be good. But if you remember, mm. she did kind of maybe semi-suspect him of being involved. Or at least it wasn't completely trusting of him. How <laughs> Dare her. Don't know why. Maybe she read this episode. What a bitch. Here, let me have a look. (laughs) Tifa passed the book over to Chip. She might not have liked the guy very much, but she was willing to do anything to get MC back. The hole in MC's boat had caused it to ever so slowly to sink. The hole in MC's boat had caused it to ever so slowly to sink. (sighs) It was already under four inches or so of water, and it wouldn't be long until it sank completely. Still bleeding and in a terrible amount of pain, MC knew he had only one chance. He had to abandon the boat? Because it's sinking. And it's going to sink entirely. I guess so, but I mean, does that make any difference to just being in the water anyway with a big shark? Maybe we'll find out in the next sentence. About 50 feet away in the distance was a bright orange boy. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump. That shark is fake news. That is like the entire world's nightmare portal land, isn't it? Donald Trump would love this episode. Uh, Oh, he would. I'm going to grab you by the pussy. It's it's a line that the priest could say. (laughs) He's a great guy, that priest. I love that guy. We got great priests here. We We got the best priests. I just wanted to get my Donald Trump impression in. It's far too accurate. (laughs) He grabbed the harpoon and searched for the shark. He hadn't seen it in a little while and wondered if he had given up and gone home. But knowing the nature of this world, MC could tell it would be back. That's a very philosophical phrase, knowing the nature of this world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's sort of com- contemplating the meaning of life while being attacked by a shark. <laughs> it's a good time to do it, really. He eased himself into the sea and pushed off the boat with his hands. He had to doggy paddle his way to the boy, but having the extra hand helped. Yay! <laughs> I just, I'm just honestly really glad he's got both hands back. Yeah, he, so we don't want any him. representation in this show, do we? <laughs> having the harpoon strapped around his waist slowed the swim down, but he needed... It. What? <laughs> Presumably. 
but he needed. He eventually reached the boy and poured himself onto it. He... <laughs> I'm still thinking of Donald Trump. <laughs> Just bobbing in the ocean. Every time I see boy now, that's, that's what I'm thinking. He couldn't stand, so he lay across it and once again searched for the shark. There was a bobbling in the distance. The boat had sunk completely now. There was no going back. Then MC saw it. The large fin was swimming towards him from just behind where the boat had gone down. A shark that size wouldn't take long to get to where MC was now. He triple-checked the harpoon and took steady aim. I feel like there's less inventiveness in MC's nightmare mm. world. Because his could end in about three seconds. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jay's kind of been like mentally and physically mm. tortured. Louise... It's in yeah, a very bad place. Skip over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in my writing, so it's a, the worst place possible. Um, but yeah, MC's is a bit like you're going to get eaten. That's it. Yeah, it's very yeah. true. Very true. Very Maybe correct. it's just a really passive-aggressive way of you saying that you're a really, really boring person. <laughs> 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 Your fears are boring. <laughs> it's, I mean, I feel like that's what you've read into it. But <laughs> but, but you can't. He's the padre. Oh, you've Brummy. got Brummy, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Brummy pizza man's well, back. Well, she's uh, Irish Birmingham. Irish by way of Birmingham right, I to see. the Hell Dimension. Okay. I like you've got a whole backstory for mm. this character. <laughs> Sister Andrews, they've been working on a backstory for months Didn't now. Didn't you know, Don, before each episode, we workshop every character? Of course you do. Yeah. I can't remember how Irish people sound. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning. There we go. Oh, dear. Yeah, had to happen. It's, it's still going to be Brummy. And even then you just went, Top of the morning... Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. an Irish accent. You just say top of the morning in your normal voice. Do you want to get like some green on or something? Yeah. No, it's going to be a brummy. But, but, he can't. He's the padre. Sister Andrews was stunned, so stunned she went into a brummy accent, mm-hmm. at Louise's previous statement. You just can't make threats to a man of God. It wasn't a threat. Louise pulled her arm away from the ageing sister. She could see sadness in her eyes. Obviously, Sister Andrews had been here a long time. He is not a man of God, Louise insisted. No worthy man would treat women the way he does. He is sick, and plus not real. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't bored until the last part. (laughs) I like that's the worst part as well. Like The priest has done all these terrible, awful things, plus he's not real. (laughs) The sister looked at Louise strangely. Don't worry about that last part. Look... Sister, you may not remember what it's like to be forced into something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> take, take as much time as you need, mate. Why does it feel worse to do this line in Louise's voice as well? Like, it just feels more insensitive. It, yeah. 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 How many new recruits has he summoned and raped? Let's move on quickly. No, I think, do that line again. No, no sure I, I don't want up. to. No, I don't want to. Sister Andrews, look away fearfully. Like she was trying not to think about something. Then Louise realised. Only the priest doesn't just use the new arrivals, does he? You're still being abused. Louise reached for the sister's hand and she pulled away, trying desperately to hide the tears that trickled down her cheek. How long have you been here now? Louise asked, resting a comforting hand on the sister's shoulder. I can end it tonight. No one will have to suffer at his hands ever again. But what can you do? You're but a mere girl. Here, yes, I am. Oh, no. No, Louise, come on. Here, girl, just a worthless Uh, female. Here, yes, I am. But back home, I'm someone. I would take him down in seconds. I just need to readjust to my surroundings. Godspeed you. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, God make you quicker. God turn you into the Flash. God speed you. The sister said before dashing away with all that new speed she's got from God, I guess. <laughs> Louise headed back to the priest's vestry. She found him now fully dressed, sitting at his desk. Changed your mind, have you? He asked smugly. Louise didn't reply. She just eased herself into the small room and closed the door behind her. The priest met her in the centre of the room and touched her hand with his. Like a knee-jerk reaction, Louise lifted her foot into the padre's groin. He groaned in pain. (gasps) And Louise tried to slip past him. He managed to grab her veil. Foolish girl! He breathed heavily. The priest then threw Louise over his desk. I mean, he is quite strong for a priest. Yeah. For a 60-year-old priest. She knocked everything down, clearing the papers, telephone and everything else on top of the desk, including the letter opener the priest had taken from her earlier. I feel like that might be an appointment, uh, an important plot point coming up. Chekhov's gun right here. <laughs> Did you just compare this to Chekhov? <laughs> I mean, I know it's not. As Chekhov good. isn't as good. But... Louise grabbed it and waited for the priest to advance on his attack. Her lip was bleeding heavily and her head hurt. But she knew she had the power of the ninja inside still. It wasn't just about the strength of the body. The mind overcame all things. She saw the priest's feet close it in on the desk. I kind of like this hasn't been drawn out. Like she's mm. just like, I'm going to go fucking kill him right now. And also she said tonight, but then she's like, no, nah, i do it now. Maybe it is evening already. It's night time already. So it is the tonight. Perhaps. Good justification. Thanks. It's <laughs> about all I've got for this episode. The back of Chip's eyes felt heavy and pushed a tremendous amount of pressure into the back of his head. He had been reading for hours now and he had still yet to find anything new about the portals. So where did Louise find all this information about door demons and how the portals worked then? Because surely Chip would just go to like the internet history unless Jay like, has it automatically cleared or something. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> the words in the books didn't seem to make sense anymore. Each sentence ran into the next one, and paragraphs... Paragraphs seemed to be extinct. (laughs) They were endangered, but poachers took out the last breeding pair. (laughs) They've got all these paragraphs stuffed and mounted on their walls. (laughs) They're using, like, traditional herbal medicine, so that's why they're endangered. Hey, do you need an erection? Just drink this paragraph. Also, I feel like that sentence sums up Tamara Gayson really well. Yeah. (laughs) Each sentence ran into the next one, and paragraphs seemed to be extinct. Then... Something seemed to pop out of the book he was reading. It was a small sentence about how someone would escape one of the portals. I've got it! He yelled. Tifa came rushing in from the living room. You do? She asked. Yes! Chip replied. (laughs) (laughs) She knew she wouldn't like it. There was nothing they could do. It was up to whoever had been trapped in the portal to escape themselves. Wasn't your theory last week that they had to kill the thing it was. to get away? So it it'd was. be like the shark, the priest, and then Captain Wakefield, yeah. I guess? Yeah. The priest seemed to block every punch or kick Louise attempted. Maybe the sister was right, she thought as she lay on the floor. Maybe I am just a girl here. The letter opener was still concealed underneath her dress, but she didn't want to let the priest know she had a weapon just yet. He pulled her up by her hair. I do have restraints to keep girls such as yourself down. Fifty Shades of... <laughs> God? Catholicism? <laughs> Did you ask me to be on this show just to be a... 
absolute pervert. <laughs> I wanted to try and put all this like horridness of this episode on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've got this really horrible character. <laughs> Who do we get? Oh, let's get Dom. Yeah, he'll do that. I I didn't know this character came into it. I appreciate you so, taking one for the team, yeah. Dom, because it would probably would have been me doing the priest. Yeah, I mean, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, we don't read ahead on the episodes, so mm. everything we read is fresh to us mm. in a way, because obviously I wrote this, but it was like 16 years ago mm. or whatever, so yeah, this this pain's all fresh, Dom. Well, I'm, the thing is, you've, you, you come out worse than I do here. I know. That was the final straw. Louise swung her hand, released the letter opener, and watched it bury itself into his skull. He staggered back. So, does she have ninja power then? Because I feel like throwing a letter opener into someone's skull. She... Did she she throw it, or did she stab it? Uh, Oh, she says release, so yeah, yeah, I guess she did. Um, I think it's just movie logic where, you know... Yeah, yeah. Do you know what my phobia is, Padre? Untrustworthy men. Bastards like you who prey on weak women just to satisfy their own feelings of insecurity. Not anymore. I'm a ninja. Now that I've killed you, I get to go home. Don't think that was quite empowering as I intended it back in the day. (laughs) The priest fell to the floor with blood and bits of his brain leaking from the hole in his head. He died. Oh, what a shame. (laughs) I I thought he was going to be a recurring character. (laughs) Fan favourite, you know. There was a sudden flash of blue light. The shark opened its gigantic mouth as it got closer to MC. He knew it was no good. He couldn't fight a shark in its own backyard. Flower garden. The shark's growing some vegetables. I just imagine him on like one of those recliner chairs with a Hawaiian shirt and like a, a little beer. Maybe like one of those blow-up pools. <laughs> He waited until the shark was only a few feet away, then swam into its mouth. That's how sharks work. (laughs) Is this him attempting a heroic sacrifice? (laughs) He pulled his legs in quickly. Not that mattered. He was going to die inside the shark. He just didn't want to suffer another bite. Cool, this has got a bit dark, isn't it? So the shark was just like keeping its mouth open and MC swam inside. Did he like pretend to be a dentist? (laughs) Now, open wide... I think the idea is that MC just thinks he's going to die. He can't beat the shark, even though he's got a harpoon gun. No, yeah, no I, I get that. It's just like going inside the shark's mouth without it biting him. So he doesn't want to feel the pain of being bitten. He wants to be slowly digested. <laughs> That's way better. <laughs> the pain in his legs had disappeared as his body went into shock from the heavy blood lust. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> he's just looking like his legs bleeding. He's like, whoa, Yeah! <laughs> MC's skin was very pale, and he was having trouble breathing. He crawled his way to the front of the shark's body, just behind its teeth. What? what? Oh, did he go in? He didn't go in the, that, the end that I thought he did. <laughs> <laughs> the shark's body was so big, he could almost stand up. MC looked at his brand new hand and said, It was nice to be handy again, even if it was only for a few hours. He removed the harpoon from around his waist and aimed up towards the shark's head. He fired. The arrow burst through its head, sending brain, skull and blood up in the air. MC could see out of the shark's head now, like a sunroof. <laughs> Although the bright blue light that flashed in front of him caused him to be blinded. So, wait, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a bit confused. Mm. So it, it sounds like MC has given up, so he's going to kill himself, but he's no. actually got a plan? 
I think he just wanted to take the shark out, even if he, oh, he knew he was going to bleed to death, but right. he still wanted to take the shark out. Oh, of course, he doesn't know how to escape the portal yeah, world, does he? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it does make sort of sense. It does. Yes, yeah. Well, well done. Thanks. The only time it does. Literally <laughs> the only time it's ever made sense. Also, I think that it was nice to be handy again was a proper, like, Bond quip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Louise hit the floor hard. But she was glad to find that it was only her back that hurt. Okay. Her bruises from the encounter with the priest were gone. And she was relatively unhurt. Louise. Tifa cried out. (laughs) In her cried out tone. (laughs) Louise got to her feet and looked about the mansion's lobby. God, it sure is good to be home. You did it. Tifa said. You faced your phobia. Just in case you hadn't got the idea behind the episode. <laughs> Tifa's finally understood how <laughs> how they escaped the, the dimension chips as we spending like the last two hours explaining it. It's all like these markings on the wall and like... What's a phobia? <laughs> Is it a type of pasta? I think she's turned the book the right way around now, so... You did it. Tifa said. You faced your phobia. And killed it too. Well done, Chip said cautiously. Mm. We've been going through the research he did on these portals and... Where's MC? Louise asked Tifa. Before Tifa could tell Louise about the other portal, MC fell through the sky, just like Louise had done moments ago. Tifa rushed over to help him up. She hugged him so tight he could hardly breathe. MC quickly realised he was back and that he was alive. He held Tifa tight, too. I didn't think I was ever going to see you again. He said. But you did it. You found a way to get back. MC thought for a moment. Huh? Let me explain, Louise said. We were both sucked into portals created by that door demon. These portals search the subconscious of the host and create a world where your biggest phobias come to life. The only way to escape is to kill the one who scares you the most if you like. (laughs) But only if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) The only way to escape is to kill the one who scares you the most if you like. Normally, when there's a typo, I can figure out what sentence it was meant to be, but with that one... If you can? You know, it scares you the most. If you can kill the thing that scares you? No. Let's just move yeah. on. <laughs> Did Jay make it back yet? MC asked. That's an interesting point. Jay hasn't been in the second part so far. He hasn't Yeah, I reckon there'll be a cliffhanger at the end. Ooh. No, not yet. Chip said. MC walked over to him and said... I see you got back too. Chip didn't say anything. Instead, Tifa filled him in. Fucking grass. Jesus, (laughs) Tifa, all right? Blimey. No, he wasn't forced into one like you guys. Really? MC almost growled. That's a little suspicious, don't you think? (laughs) They're talking about him like he's not there, like reading some sort of mystery novel or something. (laughs) Think what you like, Chip replied. He headed upstairs, not wanting to be around these people who condemned him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. Uh, Do they not know that he heroically (laughs) sacrificed himself? Ah, Chip, I'm not sure you can get away with that one, buddy. (laughs) Do you think he had something to do with it? Louise asked when Chip was gone. Who knows? Then MC realised he was standing. He looked down at his legs. They're fine. He said, surprised. Yeah, my cuts and bruises are too, Louise replied. Those sort of things seem to stay in those freaky other worlds. Not everything, Tifa said as she held MC's (gasps) new hand. 
What if it's not actually MC though? What if it's like magic clone of MC? Why? Don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> but interesting point. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense as to yeah. why he could take his new hand with him. Yeah. Why? Why has his hand come back? Magic. Maybe because. No, I've got nothing. The two pirates didn't need to hold Jay so tightly. He knew it was hopeless. Captain Wakefield held a scythe by his side and addressed the other pirates. All pirates have a scythe. Like, Just in their case they need to harvest any wheat. Always dressed as death. <laughs> Yar boys, that, that ship over there has been growing wheat and it's ripe for the harvest. Tonight we eat good. Lovely if slightly skinny boy meat. Oh, boy, boy me. Oh. That's not, ooh, that's not <laughs> good. Let's not put that in the lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> the pirates cheered and Jay wept. Look at you, Wakefield said. I've killed women and small children with more courage than you. Release him. The two pirates dropped Jay. Then Wakefield handed Jay the scythe. I'll give you a choice, lady. Be a man and end your own life. Or let us do it whilst we eat you alive. Fucking hell, so he's got to kill himself with a scythe. Or... <laughs> Which is just awkward, really. Yeah, how? Because it's not like you can like fall on it like you would your sword. You'd have to like hold the really long handle and like up to your throat, but then that's yeah, not really good. I feel like you've, you've thought about it, it's too much. I mean, clearly not when I wrote this. <laughs> yeah. There was laughter between the pirates. Jay took the weapon and closed his eyes. The pirate's Migley came towards him, draw hanging from his chin. I like it fresh. Don't let him do it, Cap'n. Your choice, boy, Wakefield commanded. Jay closed his eyes and thought of home one last time. The mansion, Tokyo, MC, Louise, even Chip, they were the people who connected him to life. He let their faces cross his mind one last time before he raised the scythe, which is Quite an impressive feat of strength, I guess. There was a gasp from the pirates. <gasps> Jay opened his eyes and saw he had sliced Smigley into two parts. <laughs> Turned into a fucking anime. <laughs> I mean, we had Louise throwing a letter opener into someone's skull. Yeah. MC blowing a giant shark's skull apart. Mm -hmm. And now Jay's managed to slice a human in two parts. With a scythe. Yeah. By accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he missed himself. He couldn't believe it. Whilst he'd been thinking of home, his subconscious had not allowed him to be bullied any longer. Captain Wakefield only laughed. Ha ha ha! It's too late for you, boy! He drew his own sword and leaned forwards. Jay held the scythe right at the bottom of its long handle and swung wildly. Before the blue flashing light filled his eyes, Jay saw the captain's head roll over the ship's deck. Yay, Jay! Yay! Well done, Jay! You accidentally got out. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Jay! MC yelled as he dashed over to help his friend up. Louise and Tifa joined the two guys. You made it back. You made it. MC kept saying. Yeah. Jay said, a little shell-shocked. I guess I did. MC smiled, content that he was once again with his family, and they were all alive and well. I found it! <laughs> <laughs> Shinne Khan shrieked as he appeared in the lobby. I feel like this is the 
only time Shinokan has ever had an exclamation mark at the end of his dialogue, <laughs> and this one has two. Oh, bless him. He's really excited. <laughs> hey, guys, I did something useful. <laughs> <laughs> it's really pointless because they don't need it. <laughs> it's okay, Louis said. We're all back, safe and sound. Seems like we all figured out how to get back before you. MC added. Wow, <laughs> savage. Thanks for the help, <laughs> wise master. <laughs> how did we get back? Jay asked. He was still a little confused that his clothes were now different and dry. I'll tell you later. MC said. That's me not wanting to put the exposition back in for like a fifth time. You all misunderstand. Shinokan said. I have not discovered anything about the portals. <gasps> Much more important. The group remained silent, intrigued by what the dead master had to say. I'm not offended. <laughs> I know why Chip was meant to be returned to us. <gasps> And that's the end of Phobic, part two. So Shinokan did do something useful. <laughs> also, I like how he went off to find out about the portals. He's like, <laughs> no, fuck those guys. Fuck them. Who cares? Chip is the important one. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like he was even, he came back and he was like, oh, great, you're back. Mm. He was just like, guys, get a thing. <laughs> So there's this whole thing around Chip was brought back for a reason, mm. but was it for good or evil? Mm. And I guess he knows. Yeah, apparently. I feel like it must be for good because if it was evil, I don't think he'd be coming back like, <laughs> guys, guys, I got a thing. Chip's actually going to destroy the world this time. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I thought of Phobic Part 2. I hated it. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think? Uh, yeah, I mean, amazing new character, obviously. I got to dust off my Irish Birmingham accent as well, so that's always good. Uh, yeah, um, I hope that Jay gets props for, you know, like, uh, obviously MC has done lots of fighting, mm -hmm. Louise has the whole spirit ninja mind brain thing. Uh, yes. There was, yeah. Yeah. Whereas Jay, you know, he's obviously he's been in, a, he's been in some fights, but he doesn't have the same advantages that they do, so... Well done, Jay. And Jay has also been on kind of the peripherals of the group as well, because mm. like when this kind of little arc started, he was off home. Like he yeah. had enough and he wanted yeah. to go back to England. And I mean, Dom, I'll put this question to you. Do you think, like, you know how now TV series is when there's like a group of main characters and they become like fractured and they're all falling out and stuff like that? Do you think this is the moment where they all come back together? I think so, yeah. Uh, well, I think as soon as they find out what Chip's plan yeah, is yeah, yeah. that will kind of make or break this situation but I think so I think when, you know, when Jay returns like, everyone seems really happy to see him yeah yeah which is nice and Louise was kind of upset when he'd gone so I think that mm. they will probably mm. they... reconcile yeah because it was shortly after Louise had said about not really caring about Jay never being a friend of his and blah 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 so yeah yeah you're right so what we're saying is they don't need to talk about, talk about their problems at all <laughs> they just need to be apart in hell dimensions for a little while and everything's fine basically Jay just needs to kill two people and <laughs> with a side. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing I find interesting about this season is season one season two was very much here's the bad guy mm. here's the good guys mm. they're going to fight against the the bad guy's evil plan. So Jack and Lee and then Chip and the one. But this season, while there's Harato and he's doing dealings behind everything and setting yeah. things up, there's been like these small arcs and like mm. uh, we've had like all the portal stuff and now it seems like we're going to go into like, oh, this is why Chip is back mm. without really having like an overarching 
bad guy who's got a, a plan that we can see? I, feel, I don't know. I still feel like Harato is the main bad guy because I mean he's been behind. He was behind the portals, behind the yeah, swap. Yeah, but he's also dropped stuff. like Mr. Johnson a couple of times. Yeah, who we still yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. met or known anything else about. Yeah. So there could be more to that. Very true. But um, a lot going on. A lot going on in mm. these episodes, isn't there? Well, uh, should we see what next week's episode Let's is called? Do that. Next episode is called Captured, which seems really familiar. It's like portals and like phobic and the, are they just going to go back into the hell dimensions and that's going to be the end of it maybe they'll swap what chip will go into one or they'll send Harato into one no or maybe like Jay will have to fight a giant shark <laughs> with a scythe yeah. <laughs> well if anyone out there has got any theories as to what captured means there are numerous ways in which you can get in touch you can find us on Facebook where we're at facebook.com slash how I ripped off podcast and we are of course on Twitter at how I ripped off Dom, do you know where you can find our entire back catalogue? On iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio. And also YouTube. And if you can leave us a rating and a review and uh, tell us about your personal hell dimension, <laughs> uh, please do that, except for the last part. That would be weird. Don't do that. Also, if you just want to comment yell at me for being a terrible human being mm. when I was 15, I deserve it, and I welcome those angry messages that will come in. <laughs> Dom, thank you very much for guesting on this podcast and having to voice the most horrendous character we've ever had on the show. Apart from maybe Freddie, Louie, the rapist that got away. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, The the one thing I felt sad about was there's no appearance from Thune Come. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's by far my favourite character. And I just, every week I wonder what's going on with Thune Come. Let me tell you this now, right? I don't know if Thune Come ever comes back into the show. But if she ever pops up, I'm just not going to mention it. We're just going to talk around her character and never, ever mention her again. What's this, we? (laughs) You're complicit. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, thank you so much for coming on. It was really nice having you on Mm. the show. Um, Thank you for all the kind things you said about the podcast. And it was really great having you on. I have had such a blast. It's been really good fun. Uh, I've I've said this many times before, but I absolutely love this podcast. It's so... um, It's not just because you're... You know, we're best buds, but it is really... It helps, re- though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but but it, it's really, really funny. And it's just great to, to be here and be a part of that. Thanks, man. You mean it's great to see me squirm and be uncomfortable, don't uh, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>